0: Now we will begin the dance. This is the
1: Dance. Hello everyone, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books, of the show, of the George R.R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and Robots Make Me Cry. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby.
0: Hey, I'm Brooks. I'm thick as a castle wall. What What a bad episode.
1: What a bad episode of television. Just
0: gonna strap in for an hour of of me whining.
1: Instead, let's talk about Dunkin' Egg.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Dunkin' Egg. It was really good.
1: It was really good.
0: Like, I think this episode hurt me more than usual because I just, uh, over the last two nights, I read three Dunkin' Egg novellas, and I remembered how good the writing is. Yeah. And, and like, there's a all-but-confirmed fan theory that Brienne is, like, a descendant of, of Dunk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, because, and, I mean, even without the, like, actual theory parts of it, it's just clear that they're the same person, basically. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, character-wise. And, um, it reminded me how much Brienne is not that
1: I I think the uh the first story overall is my favorite.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But that just because anytime it's like, here's a night battle, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. N and, and, and that one's like, here's fourteen of them.
0: It was cool as hell. I loved it.
1: And but, It made but, me but,
0: want more jousting in the main series. Yeah.
1: But the third one is my favorite because Blood Raven is just like, everyone shut the fuck up. I know. And you're then so they good. do. Yeah. <laughs> He shows up, and they're just like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so sorry!"
0: Oh just my like, god! Oh god! Look at him! Look at all of his fucking eyes! God.
1: <laughs> good books. Read read them if you like good book reading. Yeah,
0: read them. Like, they were explained to me as like lighter reads, and like sort of, <laughs> but that kind that almost like turned me off of it.
1: Sort I, of. I feel yeah. like just because of the nature of this, it's it's one character point of view the whole time yeah
0: that i mean that's yeah it's it's like but less like dense
1: a dude's brains fall out of his head
0: yeah it's still like there's no red wedding but it's yeah. not like for kids
1: yeah it's not like fairy tales of the seven kingdoms
0: yeah which is the kind of the read i got from the fandom when i mm-hmm. heard about them but no they're mm-hmm. super good
1: yeah uh what wasn't super good was season 6 episode 4 book, the of, the take. book of the stranger why was it called that
0: uh I found out on my rewatch they said it.
1: Yeah, Mar- Marberry said it.
0: Yeah, in the scene that she's nobody like, knows what happened. She's
1: like I know all the god. And the other guys like, "Oh, word?"
0: Yeah, and the other guys like, "It's like the Bible, get it?" We're an analog for the Catholic Church. Do you get it?
1: Uh yeah. HBO original series Game of Thrones. It, yeah. gets, it gets me so mad with. <laughs> like I know technically it is. But... Yeah. Anyway. I
0: just, I just feel like all of these episodes have been a different kind of bad this season.
1: This episode, in within like twenty minutes, I was like, "Please be over." It
0: was boring, bad.
1: Yeah. I and I really don't know if we're like the like anti-vax people of Game of Thrones because <laughs> every article is like Game of Thrones, like delivers another stunning performance. I know what an episode Tour the force extreme
0: and it's like people like I'll be on Twitter and people who just watch the show are like this is kind of boring but then a cool thing happens in the last two minutes and everybody forgets that the last 52 minutes were boring like if the scene ended with the if if the Daenerys thing was at the beginning of the episode and it ended with the High Sparrow talking to Marge (laughs) then everyone would be saying this is the worst episode of all time
1: yeah anyway how's it start for real
0: Uh, Longclaw is
1: sleeping. Oh, I, and John's here. I thought he left.
0: Yeah, he just left the room. But (laughs) he's just hanging out. And it's a good, it's a good thing that all of the crossbow men and people who wanted him dead, like, died in the bodies of the four people that he killed. Yeah. Because everyone's super cool with him now. Yeah, whatever.
1: It's, it's cool. You can, you're like a zombie man, but hang out. And, um.
0: And Ed's like, what do you do? Where are you, where are you going? And John's like, I don't know. (laughs) South?
1: South? Anyway. Uh, here's Sansa and Brienne and Pod. They got here.
0: Yeah, um, one horn means rangers returning, and one horn goes, and it's Brienne. Is there a theory there? Write in and tell
1: us. Stay tuned, and please do the show for us so we don't have to watch it anymore.
0: Um, also the gate man screams, open the gate! (laughs) Every time, like, when it's just people.
1: Like, (laughs) he doesn't know the exact, like... We know. Like, that's, yeah.
0: Do you want to, like, go to Chili's after dinner? That sounds awesome! Like, they're right there. Just talk. Uh,
1: At least we get, like, one nice moment, kind of, of (sighs) Sansa and Jon hugging. What makes
0: me the maddest is that I didn't feel shit.
1: You know why you didn't? Because in the show, a relationship between either of them was never established.
0: yeah. But later on we get Sansa being like, "Sorry I was such a bitch, right everyone? But I'm cool now."
1: Like I don't think they ever shared dialogue in the show.
0: They didn't they don't even talk in the books. I know. <laughs> like uh, uh, like happy starks is my thing. Like that's because I'm a human being with a heart. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm here for. But I just uh, I just didn't feel shit. And then I was mad because we see that Tormund's getting a fucking subplot with Brienne this season. Apparently,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, Does she walks. She walks. Tormund she walks gets in a the big fucking plat.
0: boner. He, Tormund literally gets an enormous fucking boner, and then like gets her horse and like straps his dick to it and walks it walks off to the stables. All
1: right.
0: But so I like who the fuck is Jamie and Brienne? Because now we're doing Jamie and Cersei are still in love, and Tormund and Brienne because she's big and like a bear. Do you get it?
1: Like a maiden, like a maiden bear.
0: And yeah, like John's whole thing. Like, Ed is like, hey, uh, remember Hard Home, the thing that we just saw in the coming threat? And, and John does like the technicality shit that's like, I died. I'm done. I'm going to Dorne. I'm sunbathing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I'm going to Dorne to, to, to meet with Prince Doran, yeah. who is alive.
0: After winter, spring break is coming, and I gotta get working on my beach pot.
1: Um. Oh yeah, they, they hug. <clears throat> there's, then, there's, the next scene, Santa is immediately like, Perfectly clean with lipstick yeah. on and like yeah, straightened like, hair, like pink, Sans, rosy like, cheeks.
0: I know we don't have the good lip gloss at Castle Black, but we have the lip smackers.
1: Yeah. He, Here, Sansa, <laughs> my own private stash, my chunky, hydrating lippy. <laughs>
0: um, so then they immediately start talking shit about old man.
1: Yeah, remember that? remember that dead piece of shit old man yeah. who, could, who cooked bad even though she did her best? Yeah, yeah. fuck her.
0: I murdered Septa Mordane. (laughs) Anyway.
1: And uh, I don't know if you caught this, but I forget if it's John or Sansa, but uh, they say Father's Ghost.
0: Oh, don't worry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Work of the Week? Uh Uh-huh. A little uh, little sprinkle. Yeah? Okay. But, uh... It's a little foreshadowing.
0: Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we death changed John by making him kinda sad like that's how in this episode like before he was like I'm leaving I'm mad and now he's just like I don't I'm sad I don't want to take back Winterfell
1: and John's death changed Sansa because she's an entirely different character in she's- the scene
0: Holy shit! Like, hanging out with Brienne for 12 hours has made her the most bloodthirsty person She's like,
1: I'm gonna go take Winterfell myself if I have to. She literally
0: says that! She's like, I'll go fucking liberate Winterfell myself, but I would love your help, but I'll fucking do it myself if I have to. When a half fucking hour ago she was like, Theon, I'm gonna die if you don't help me across this water!
1: No, (laughs) but, um, lots of of time passed.
0: Yeah, lots of time passed. Um, yeah, Littlefinger got back to the Vale and shit. (laughs) But... Okay, so then Sansa's like, I'm such an idiot for leaving Winterfell. I think all the time about how much of an ass I was to you, John. And then John's like, come on. And she's like, no, I was awful. And he's like, yeah, you were super fucking awful. I forgive you. <laughs> um, Women on top, season mm-hmm. six.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Dame of Thrones.
0: Like, even one scene in six seasons where, like, she's talking to Peter or some shit, and she's just, like, mentioning, man, I wish I was nice to John." Like... That would be shitty characterization, but at least it would be, like, warranted and consistent. Yeah. Or, like, she meets a bastard on the road, and she's like, this is like John. Now I feel bad. Like, Uh
1: anything. Nope. She's sorry. She was mean to him.
0: And then John's like, we can't stay here. Not after what happened. And then Sansa just doesn't fucking ask. (laughs) And we can only go home. And, um... This scene really sucked. Like, Sansa's like... We'll take Winterfell from them with fighting. And then John's like, well, I saved... I don't have an army. And Sansa goes, you saved all the wildlings, though. Make them fight.
1: How does does she know that?
0: Yeah, I don't... Because they caught up, but, like, she didn't tell him about Ramsay and he didn't tell her about how he just fucking died. And... And fucking John's like, I'm tired of fighting. I hanged a boy. Yeah, that
1: kid killed you, bro. Like...
0: Yeah, and, and... Fucking Baby was pissy about not getting to fight the whole season.
1: Like the whole lay fucking with the show. wildland girl.
0: It's like, yeah. I got... The half-hand should take me. I'm tired of not fighting. But now he's like, I'm tired of fighting.
1: Hey, and it's, you know the, what they say. Beggars can't be choosers. The thing right? is, like... Don't take yeah, it for right? granted. <laughs> it's a blessing in disguise.
0: Like it, The thing is, his speech is like... Him being sick of all of the, the vengefulness and stuff, it almost gets it the whole... Thing that a song of ice and fire is about Like the futility of vengeance But then Sansa just talks him the fuck out of it
1: Yeah no we have to go kill
0: I'm a, I'm a, I'm power Sansa And I'm a strong woman who affirms that through fighting And here we go
1: Here we go Um and-
0: Speaking of good characterization.
1: Speaking of good characterization, Davos just right now decided to ask Melisandre, like, what happened with Stannis?
0: Yeah, what was up with that? And the girl who I gave, like, the stag to? Um, in front of the fire? Do you remember that shot?
1: And you, uh, do you know anything about that? What happened to Stannis? And then Brienne fucking, like, Oh
0: my god, she barges in making fucking Clint Eastwood Gran Torino face.
1: <laughs> and she just says, I killed him. I she's executed like, him dead. Like,
0: starts shoving Davos around. Like, I know what fucking happened. Come here. Come here. <laughs>
1: I killed him. I executed him. Blood magic.
0: Yeah, and then she, like, scratches his pouch, and she's like, that's your balls, and they're small.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, goodbye now.
0: Yeah, but fucking, and she doesn't even do it right. The, like, like, Mel's talking to Davos, and she's like, she's sad, and she's looking off a balcony, and she's like, there was a battle, and Stannis was defeated, and then Davos is like, what happened to the Lady Shireen? And then that's when Brienne comes in and says, I know what happened, Stannis was defeated. mm <laughs> Like, right after Mel said that.
1: So, because I... Some of our uh, listeners say they're just getting the show through us. So I want to be perfectly clear. <laughs> it takes until episode four for Davos to ask Melisandra what happened to St- Stannis and Shireen. And as soon as he asks, Brienne just walks up and says, I killed Stannis. And then yeah. leaves. That's and then, it.
0: <laughs> and then she's like, I was Kingsguard to Renly when she was killed by blood magic. And then she looks at Melisandra.
1: Well, and then, looks away,
0: and then Davos goes, "Uh, th- that's in the past now." Oh what? yeah, why the fuck would Davos or any person ever say that? Like, obviously, it's not in the present. Like, good writing. And then she goes, "Yeah, I guess, but that doesn't mean I forget or forgive." Yeah. And then Stannis admitting to committed to killing Renly right before I executed him with my big sword. And then Mel's like, "Fuck! If only I could bring someone back to life." And that's the whole. That's the whole scene. That's the whole scene. And then Brian's like, I gotta go do a romantic subplot with Torment Giant Spain for the next eight episodes.
1: Bye. Anyway, let's stop talking about this and start talking about fucking. Let's talk about Robin's like sweet ass Yeezy season outfit. So good. What is he wearing? What is he? Oh oh my god. Kanye has to get this kid on the phone.
0: I love him
1: for a collab because this was sick.
0: Also, he's Kanye's age because the dude. (laughs) They do that like. They aged up everybody on the show and for, like, various bad reasons. But you can't keep writing 16-year-old actors like they're five. Mm -hmm. You super can't. Like, Rob's story would have been so much better if he was a 15-year-old rather than, like, a 35-year-old man who's like, my first boner, I'm in love. But here, he's, he's so impressed by this bird. He is, like, it's a sweet bird, don't get me wrong. pretty cool bird. It's a sweet-ass bird. Like, I would be into it, but, like... hey, hey.
1: Remember me, (laughs) motherfucker? Hell yeah, we're back! I am back in season (laughs) six, and I'm here with a fury to talk about this cool fucking bird and my cool (laughs) fucking plans. My cool nephew! How is it... Isn't he his stepdad? (laughs) I don't fucking know. He he married his mom.
0: (laughs) He's his fantasy stepdad,
1: and Uncle Peter.
0: <laughs> okay, so Littlefinger gets here on his magic fucking sleigh that can just like z- zip to Westeros wherever. And Peter's like, "I got you a. G-. Why is he George R. R. Martin? I got you a jeer Falcon, which is what we call falcons in Westeros. <laughs> and
1: I, okay. it's just a good falcon, but I wanted to give it a cool name." <laughs>
0: it's half a (laughs) zebra. And like, so Sweet Robin just like has a can of Michael's secret stuff in his hand and that's why he's so fucking big. But yeah, he gives him a bird as a name day present and... Is that I thought he just gave it to him. Well, he was like, I missed your name day. Here's a bird. Oh, okay. Sick. And then he's like, I'm gonna throw this I'm gonna throw this fucker out the moon door and then he does it but he can't because he's a bird and he just flies right back in. He's like, aw, that's very sad.
1: And then, I like, um, what's his name? Like, Jan Royce? Jan Royce. Jan Royce, and his, like, gigantic belly armor. Oh, uh, yeah, like,
0: but one of the only comments I got from Alexis this episode was, he looks like shit. Like, his armor looks really bad.
1: He's like, hey, uh, Littlefinger, all these things you're doing and saying are, like, kind of shady. And he's like, are they motherfucker? And then Robin's like, I'm gonna throw him out the big window. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, like, like, he's... Okay, the th- Sweet Robin's whole thing is that he, like, latches onto authority figures, so what a fucking gambit of Littlefinger to just show up after a year of this dude hanging out with his lone authority figure and being like, I hope he just hates him now,
1: when well, he sees he, a bird. He, uh, he, um, he read the he read the script.
0: I know, he read the- the thing is, he read the script.
1: Yeah, so he knew, he was, he was good.
0: Yeah, he's like, I got word that Sansa married Ramsay, and you said he was taking him to the Fingers, and Littlefinger's like, dude, I don't fucking know what I was doing last season. Like, it didn't make- any sense even from chaos
1: <laughs> he's it's like the, the, the past is in the past it's yeah. uh, the shadow shadow magic whatever so then,
0: so then peter lies about how they were set upon by bolton forces and nobody knew of those plans but jan royce so he like gaslights him into thinking that it was
1: his fault <laughs> i just took it as peter's like and you were the only one who knew about it and he's like what no but then robin's like Wow, he's lying! I'm going to throw him out the moon door. Yeah. So it's less of him actually being tricked and more of him not wanting to die by a child. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, he's he's like Sweet Robin's like Peter. What do you think? And Peter's like, Have you guys ever seen House of Cards? Check this shit out. Can we expect your absolute loyalty? Do you guys remember when Frank Underwood said that? And then he I've I've never
1: seen seen that.
0: It's he, he he he's it's he's London Johnson. He intimidates people.
1: Isn't, isn't there a part in that uh, show where he that he plays, like, a, a real Xbox game or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. They're... Especially, like, early in the show, it's always, like... He's just, like, in the Oval Office in the first episode, and he's playing Call of Duty Ghosts. Okay. And he's, like, signing the bill for universal healthcare with his other hand.
1: Uh-huh, okay.
0: It's a really good show. I gotcha. Um, um Jenny this? from Forrest Gump is in it. Anyways, um... The Falcon is looking around a lot, which is interesting. Um,
1: the Falcon is the new Ali reaction shot.
0: It really is because at first I thought it was just a fucking like toy Falcon because it wasn't moving at all, and then we got some extreme close-ups on its cute little face. And okay, so Littlefinger has heard has heard of Sansa's escape from who, whoever the fuck, and Sweet Robin wants to help now because that's my cousin who I don't have, who I never bonded with, and who hit me. Mm-hmm. um but sure and because the whole thing in the books is that she's like a maternal figure and stuff but so then little is like time to gather the knights of the veil vale. it's time to join the fray and then he goes and meets with walder Frey.
1: oh interesting
0: because those are those are those are homonyms
1: homonyms that's, that's what they're called remember when um dunk wanted to throw baby walder Frey into a well
0: that was so good.
1: That was very good. In the good book. Yeah,
0: there's a little shitty baby, and it's Walter Frey, and he's a really shitty baby, and Dunk's like, I wish this baby was dead.
1: <laughs> Dunk, like, the most pure-hearted, like, champion of justice. Yeah.
0: the truest knight in Westeros. Yeah, he's
1: like, I'm gonna kill this dumb baby. I'm gonna
0: kill this shitty, snot-nosed baby. Because <laughs> he's just, like, walking around, like, in his first words, are just like, heh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally says that the baby has an annoying laugh. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Speaking of so good, Tyrion is here with Grey Worm and Missandei.
1: Fuck.
0: It's, it's good. He's it's, a protagonist.
1: He's a protagonist. And T- Tyrion comes in and he's like, hey, um, slavery is bad.
0: Yeah. He's, Grey Worm and Missandei are like, hey, could we not meet with the people who like enslaved people?
1: And he's like, no, we will meet with them. And then they all meet and they're like, hello, we are the great masters and we all speak the common tongue because Tyrion does. <laughs>
0: And then Grey Worm's like, I kill enemies, I don't make peace, because you didn't just spend a whole subplot trying to humanize and softening me. I will love to kill, I'm Grey Worm, for this scene. And then Tyrion's like, it's time for a diplomatic approach. And Miss Sandy's like, that's literally what Danny just fucking did? Like, that was the whole thing? Mm -hmm. Like, that was the whole... She didn't do a militaristic approach, she did a diplomatic one. And then Tyrion's like, okay, whatever. It's a new day, let's keep an open mind with these slavers. I know how bad slavery is, and it's fine, I was a slave for like a weekend. Um... And it's, it's good. It's a good scene.
1: Yeah, because the slave masters are like, we we want slaves, because we like them. And Tyrion's like, I never had slaves, and I was richer than all of you. Yeah. Also, um, here, how about you can have slaves for seven years, because that's a number I picked. Yeah. And also, here are some prostitute slaves yeah. for you.
0: And yeah, like, uh, I know that usually with, like, these huge fucking world-changing agreements, we should have, like, you know, like, hostages or, like, any assurances that you're going to keep your word, but
1: hey... Have like a prostitute. ward or a contract or... No, here, have these sex... Studies. No, yeah, seven...
0: Come. I saw my shadow. Seven more years of slavery, mm-hmm. it's fine. And...
1: And he does this in front of Miss Sande, who is, it is implied that she was sexually abused as a slave.
0: Yeah, and Miss Sande and Grey Worm the whole time are making Ollie face the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Razdalmo Irez, whose name I had to look up from Yunkai, is back. Do you remember him? And Yezan is back from Slavery. Do you remember him? And the first thing they do is call Varus a eunuch, because I guess Tyrion just tells everyone when they show up.
1: Hmm. Now you can just tell by looking at someone.
0: Yeah, it's like he doesn't have big muscles.
1: Hmm. I mean, he needs um, a but he looks like he do not yeah. got no dicky.
0: You can probably, like, maybe have had a little bit of fin sticking out, and it was like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, Yeah. Do, do mermen have.
1: I don't know. <laughs> So then they leave, and then there's a bunch of like ex slaves in there talking. Yeah, who the fuck? Like just let into like the Great Pyramid yeah. where they hold council, and
0: like the one white slave is there.
1: Yeah, and, and he's Tyrion. Talking. Tyrion's like, "Let me speak to you in your language, badly." But then all the slaves are like, "Oh, don't worry, we know the common tongue too, because Tyrion is yeah. here."
0: But it was a good. It was a good bit that they had where Tyrion said, the ba- "He said, like you." Instead of like saying like you're a big good fighter, he's like you're a fat
1: man. Mhm.
0: It's it's funny.
1: Then they all knew how to speak common tongue all of them, even though they were slaves their entire lives. And he had doesn't no exposure it. to, it's a good to to the language. Yeah, but,
0: and they're um, like, Hey, why the fuck is this asshole talking to our enemy and representing Marine? And then Tyrion's like Grey Worm was there, he fucking loved it.
1: And then Miss Sandee's like, here's a quote from him, a great man that he once said yeah, because Tyrion is very good.
0: And then Grey Worm's like, "I'm a soldier, not a politician." Guess who I got that from?
1: Who did you, did you get that from?
0: It's from it's from my dragon mom. And.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh.
0: And it, the thing yeah. is, like, this is uh, like okay. This is this seems separate from Saint Tyrion, which is like their usual like he's infallible shit. Like, it does like. It does seem like he's not paying the kind of attention that he should to Miss Missandei and Grey Worm. That seems to be their thing, mm-hmm. but...
1: But also, Missandei was like, here's a quote he said once. A wise man named Tyrion said this.
0: Yeah. But, so, like, like
1: I don't know.
0: it's... The thing is, his seven-year plan of, like, getting rid of slavery slowly is meant to be like, oh, that's the wisest decision. Mm-hmm. Because later on, he's like... I can't stop war and slavery in the same day all by myself, you guys. You got to pick one. And they're like, we're unreasonable because we would rather have neither. And even though he said he wanted war a minute ago. And so, like, it's, it's, it's It's dramatically compelling because there's shades of gray.
1: But not really.
0: But it's not, because Tyrion's going to be right, and remember all of season six so far, how I was like, Grey Worm's going to be the bad guy, as a joke. Well. Well, here we go.
1: Looks like it.
0: Yeah, because Grey Worm confronts Tyrion, and he, like, slave-splains that seven years of slavery isn't that bad. Um, and then he's like, Grey Worm's like, they seem like, they look at me and Missandei like a subhuman weapon and a subhuman horror. And Tyrion's like, yeah, and they think I'm short. Am I right?
1: Yeah, hey, 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 we, we all got to deal with it, like, you know.
0: Yeah, so then they bail, and that's the, that's the storyline for the season. Good. But we're not done in SOS this week,
1: folks. <sighs> um. Now Cause... we go over to the, the two bro guys, Dario and um, Jara, and then Dario's like, hey, did you know I, I did a fuck?
0: Like, like, do they not have hobbies or anything to talk about?
1: No, you have to open every scene with them talking about the same thing. Because,
0: like, Jorah is tired because they're climbing over rocks. Because I guess they're traveling, like, half as fast as horses. hmm And he's like, eh, if you're tired, I don't think you could ride my dragon girlfriend if you know what, like, Daenerys' p- pussy. Do you, like, her vagina.
1: Like, like, sex. Like, sexy. Like-
0: and then Jorah's like, can we, like, go and work together, please, and, like, talk about this later? And Daria's <laughs> like, yeah, she's wild in bed. I bet that makes you mad that she fucks me,
1: right? And then He says, "Oh no, don't look at my grayscale."
0: Yeah, and then yeah, he when they're because there's no weapons allowed in Vayus Dothrak, mm-hmm. so he hands he when he's receiving Dario's weapon. Oh no, the grayscale shaped hole in his shirt
1: <laughs> opens showed, up,
0: showed his grayscale,
1: and then Dario's like, "I'll kill you,"
0: and he's like, "Hey, you know what that incurable, infectious, terminal disease does, right?" Anyway, sweet, let's go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't, he, <laughs> he doesn't even care.
0: Yeah, he's, he's like, like that's too like, bad. That'll just make me rock hard. Yeah, nice stone nice. man in another way.
1: Nice. And then but, they they go into base Dothrak and they're like engaged in tactical espionage action.
0: They wait until sundown, which is the bedtime of all of the Dothraki screamers, mm-hmm. all one hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And we see some public fucking, and Daria's like, I should have been born a Dothraki, because this is my characterization did know this his, his
1: His dagger, the hilt of it, is a naked lady. Nice. He acts because he likes to fuck. He must be from Dorne.
0: Yeah, he. Yeah, that'd be really good if he was from Dorne.
1: It would be so funny if he was from Dorne.
0: <laughs> it would be really funny if he looked the way that he did in the books. <laughs> And, like, Jorah's like, give me all of give me all of your swords. Because, like, there's a funny scene where he doesn't give him all of his swords. And then he, like, pulls three swords out of his forked beard. And he's like, okay, here's my... And then it just goes back to a regular beard. And then he pulls in his pants and he pulls a tiny penis that's strapped to... He pulls out a tiny dagger that's strapped to his penis. Mm-hmm. And that would be funny because he's a very sexual boy. Uh,
1: he's like, you can't take this sword away from me. It's my dick.
0: Yeah, it's my sword of the...
1: Horning. Ooh. Thanks. Nice. From Amazing. beyond the
0: ark. Anyways. What
1: happens? They kill so, a guy?
0: Like, the lesser <laughs> cow people show up, and Jorah's like, check this, like, good acting out. Uh, hey, we're wine merchants, and we're lost in your sacred city. Can you show us the way back to, like, fucking Pentos? I don't know.
1: And the guy's did those rag, he's just like, no, you're lying. <laughs> he's
0: like, no, you're definitely
1: not that. And he just and, starts beating the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, so then they fist fight, because you can't have weapons. And Jorah gets his ass kicked, which is cool. Like, I'm into it. Mm. And then Dario, there's a second guy, and Dario just, like, runs and snaps the dude's neck immediately. Yep. So then Jorah's, like, about to die. But he throws pocket sand at the he other did, guy. He pocket sand. Pocket sand at him.
1: And misses. Which, he
0: just sidesteps.
1: And the, the direct guy's like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what is this? Yeah. But then, um, cool, so, cool fuck man kills him.
0: He's choking Jorah to death, but then he's, like... I love the thing where people get stabbed and they just like look confused for 10 minutes for 10 seconds mm-hmm. and like they just like look down and they're like, "Huh? That's not where swords go. My nope. chest is not a sheath." And then it's Time immediately dead. Yep. <laughs> and then they have to cover the stab wound in his chest because if you have a sword wound, then people will know that you're there and they so, will all look for you.
1: So instead they he smashes his face to So Dario death gets with a, a rock.
0: giant rock and just fucking obliterates the dude's face. Mm-hmm. And the whole, and like, remember when it was like, oh, you can't spill blood in Veya Stoth rock Well, like, he, spatters, he splatters blood everywhere, it's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really good. And that's it.
0: Um, Daenerys is talking to, like, fantasy Carol Kane uh, with the other crones. And mm-hmm. the, the crones are gossiping about how foreigners shouldn't get with cows. Because what else are the women going to talk about in mm-hmm. Veya Doth? Hmm. Then they tell a story about how Kells are misogynists, so you know that there's going to be a very good and empowering end to this episode. Yes. Um. And then the, the crone is nice now, and she's like, "I hope Danny can stay with with me, because the other possibilities are bad." And then Danny has to pee.
1: And then her her saviors are there.
0: Yeah, and then the more she drank, the more she shat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she she has like a, she brings like a, another nice. Khaleesi out and she asks about the dragons and then Dario and Jorah are here and we're like, nice, time to kill this Khaleesi. <laughs> and Danny's like, Could you could you not? And then Danny's like, We'll never make it out of Vaya Dothrak alive. And then Jorah goes, we can try. And then Danny goes, We can do more than that. What? What? You just said that you couldn't And then she's like, Okay, Crone, go get the fantasy gasoline. I'll see you in five minutes.
1: And that's the end of that scene.
0: Yeah and who man cuz like all of the all of the inside the episodes and interviews about this episode so far have have been like uh Benioff and Weiss being like yeah we uh we wanted to show that Daenerys doesn't need her dragons like she could she's 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 good to sit the iron throne like she can do it all by herself. Uh now that she has Jar Jor- and Jorah here, she can do it all by herself with Dario and Jorah's help. Like, she can she's mm-hmm. all by herself. She, it's women on top
1: i on top with Dario and Jorah.
0: With Jorah and Dario also on top?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, only, only um, Dario on top, not Jorah. Friends again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Old. Um, what happens now?
0: We're just sleeping, um, and the meme Septa shows up and takes her to the High Sparrow.
1: And then they just—he just says words again.
0: Yeah, this is a five-minute scene. He talks for five
1: minutes. I didn't hear any of it.
0: Yeah, I literally—I mean, I was like. This was one of the things where it's like, oh, cool, I can just, like, mean live tweet for five minutes. But yeah, in the rewatch, I, I took notes. And, I, and it's like, like, I get it, Jonathan Price is a good actor. Mm-hmm. But we get this every episode, and it doesn't yeah. mean shit. Yeah. Because we just learned that, that, like, he's just trying to aggregate power like everybody else, and he's full of shit, just like everyone else, rather than, like, the leader of a populist movement. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, social commentary. So he's like Marge what would you do if I let you out And she's like I would go see Like my brother and my husband And she's like that And he's like that means you're seeking out money (laughs) And then he's like You want to hear a story about my dad My dad was a cobbler And more like the pie sparrow Because like a cobbler Like food
1: That's a very good joke Brooks Thanks I had to (laughs) Cobblers make shoes
0: Yeah and then he says that he's, he's a shoe guy but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a homonym.
1: Okay, oh, 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 I remember those.
0: Yeah, it's a homonym, Hazel Grace.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, he tells
0: a story about shoes and, like, labor and how highborn clothes are, like, years of labor for the small folk. And then one day he had good clothes and he walked – and then that's when Marjorie's like, and then you walk through a graveyard and you saw that it was bad, Book of the Stranger. And he's like – no, it was actually a feast where I bought wine and women, and then I woke up after an orgy, and it smelled bad, and that's when I realized that I lived in sin, and then I left, and that's why I don't have shoes. Oh, cool! So that was the five-minute story about how the high sparrow doesn't, doesn't have, have shoes. shoes. Yeah. And then Marjorie like asks him another question because he he look he gets down and he's like, "Hey, Marge, we have like twenty-two fucking minutes before Danny, so just ask me anything."
1: And can I see my brother?
0: Can I see my, that'd be cool. Like, can we go see Loris for like a couple minutes? Mm-hmm. He's like, sure.
1: And then Loris looks like Reek. Yeah, cause he's in gay jail.
0: Literally, literally, and it, like, I think he has like Reek's clothes and beard <laughs> and haircut. Like, he does. Yeah, he's just like in a heap on the ground, and Marjorie's really shitty and bad at consoling people because she's just like, just stay strong. <laughs> Hang in there.
1: And you're doing you're good, you're doing good buddy.
0: But it's like sad and crying and I can't at first it looked like he he had been like beaten but I think he just had dirt on his face.
1: Yeah, cuz he was just laying like face down on the floor.
0: Yeah. And then like he begs Marjorie for help and Marjorie is like I'm only in here because they want you to they want me to break you and we can't let them win cuz that means that they'll they'll win if they let us out. And for this scene And then Loras is like, could it just stop, please? Like, I'm probably being tortured or something. And then Marjorie is like, wow, this is really bad. I might have to do something next episode to, like, buddy up with the Faith.
1: Anyway, see you later.
0: Anyways, bye.
1: Um, We're still in uh, King's Landing because uh, Maester Pycelle has to walk around the table for a very long time. Holy
0: shit. And he, like, I watched, like, he's not talking to Tommen about anything important. He's just like, the High Sparrow is powerful and... Mm -hmm. Let's be good. So then Cersei shows up and he's like, Why the fuck are you in my sons? Could you not come into my house and, like, influence my son? That would be super cool. Like, uninvited. And he's like, I am on the small accounts. And it's like, this is his bedroom. Could you
1: go? So he goes and it takes him a whole minute to walk out of it the takes, room. I,
0: like, it's There's literally a 25-second shot of him walking slowly and, like, clinking his maester's chain out of the... Like, around the table. And then he, like glares at Cersei for a second can you tell that he didn't want to leave
1: get it he's old it's drama <laughs> HBO
0: and the, yeah we've got character HBO <laughs> so Tommen's like we need to like be careful to not antagonize the high sparrow because he has the queen um and then and so Cersei like,
1: says, I fucking hate the queen and Tommen's like wait you don't like the queen
0: and then she's like it doesn't matter if I don't like him I don't
1: <laughs> like her like Tommen sh- just realized
0: and then she's like, Bernie Sanders wants to tear down the structures but replace them with fantasies, and actually it would – I read an article on Salon that said it would cost a lot of – and then Tommen's like, I spoke with the High Sparrow, and Cersei's like, okay, cool, never mind.
1: Okay, let's go fight now, right?
0: Yeah, they go into the small council meeting, and she's like, it's been postponed because the king says so. And Olena just doesn't give a fuck anymore because everyone saw her boob, and now she has no power for this scene. <laughs> So, she's like, you're old, and I saw your boob, and so did they. Um... Yeah,
1: and for some reason, um, Mace Tyrell, like, is nowhere to be found. Like, he, Yeah, this his, small council his...
0: meeting is literally just Olena and Kevan.
1: Like, his kids are... Both his kids are in jail, and he's like, whatever. Yeah.
0: And then Cersei's like, High Sparrow was counting on, like, Lannisters and Tyrells to bicker while he aggregated power, and, like, true. Um... And then she's like that, but hey, speaking of bickering, uh, Marjorie is gonna have to do a walk of atonement. Do you guys hear that, viewers? M- Natalie Dormer is gonna be naked. Tune in soon. Woo! And then Olenna's like, "That can't happen." And Cersei's like, "I agree." And then they sit back down, and and then Jamie comes up with his good plan because he's Cersei's best friend.
1: Hey, it's, let's fight.
0: And he's like, "Hey, why don't hey remember how you have the second biggest army in Westeros? Why don't you just like bring them, and then we'll like take." Marjorie back with fighting. Oh, perfect! And then Kevin goes, "I was forbidden to to by the king to take action against the High Sparrow." And then Jamie's like, "But he didn't tell you not to stand down and let somebody else hurt him." And then he looks into the sky, and the Forest Ghost of Sir Alistair is like, "Nice,
1: <laughs> nice, so one of my own." Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, then we go over to Theon, who somehow made it through the cold north with no food no like clothes and he's on a boat and he's on a boat winter
0: is coming and
1: with like a whole crew
0: and yeah he's like this boat sucks i wish my salt wife was here and but he ain't got no dicky so he
1: ain't got no dicky
0: so then he walks into asha's house and she's staring and she's doing the thing where she's staring at fire without ever turning around but she's Mm. like i knew it was you my shit coward brother
1: which oh this is all uh gray joys do
0: Milady, it's it's me, your maester. I'm just letting you know that Theon was here. Yeah. Alright, let me reset.
1: Yeah. I knew it was you.
0: <laughs> Ruff! Ah oh, shit, it's <laughs> just a <the> dog.
1: <laughs> and then she's like, I hate you because I tried to save you yeah, and good you
0: good men died trying to rescue you. remember when that scene was so bad that it stood out rather than that being every scene? Remember that from season four? Mm-hmm. And then you betrayed me by being so badly tortured that I considered you to be dead. Yeah, And then Theon's like, you don't know That he broke me And then Yara's like, he sent me your penis And that's how I knew And that's why I came to get you
1: And then Theon starts crying And she's like, stop crying, idiot
0: Yeah, we're a a Patriarchal culture And then Theon's like, where else could I go but here? LOL, just kidding, I super could have just gone to the wall And then Yara literally accuses him of doing what Euron did in the books He's like, oh, you just came here right after father died because you wanted to be king. Am I right?
1: he's like, no, I want you to be king.
0: I want you to win the salty seat. And then he... <laughs> did you realize that he, he didn't even say the last part in, like, Reek voice, the way that he's still been... Like, he's been talking in Reek voice the whole fucking time. Yeah. He was even oh, he escaped. But then he's like, I want you to win the salty seat. Yeah. And then she's back. And they're buds. Yeah, yeah. Because this episode needed drama, and so... Yara spun the spun the roulette wheel of female emotions and this uh, this for this scene she got mad
1: um, I just want to point out the total lack of talking about the finger dance in the this ironborn the finger and, dance yeah there was that whole thing where they would do that stupid game where you have to try to cut each other's fingers off
0: oh yeah. Oh, yeah, like, the thing about Ironborn culture that they don't talk about.
1: Yeah, which, they play a game where you try to chop off the other person's fingers because the Ironborn are fucking idiots. Yeah. Like, I just... (laughs) And
0: Theon would win at that game because... Yeah. He has an advantage. Also, just want to confirm, they're doing the King's Moot next episode, and the guy who's running it is, like, the shitty old damp hair knockoff dude. Like, fake damp hair? Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, I am Aaron Wet Scalp. (laughs)
1: So um I saw Ramsey on my TV <laughs> and then I was like this is a good time to go to to the potty. So I don't know what happened. Did well, you I really? I, kn- I know yeah. what happened, but I didn't see it happen.
0: Okay. So he, the scene starts out and he's cutting an apple so that the scene can have a knife.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then Osha gets brought in and she's like I'm not scared of a flame man's banner. And I only protected Rickon for the coin, and I'm lying because I think that I can manipulate Ramsey. That's my mistake. I didn't realize how cool and sexy and badass he is. So she does, like, the thing that she did with Theon, but, like, Ramsey is this cool, sexy badass who sees right through it. Mm -hmm. And, like, she gets all up on him while making eye contact with the knife on the table. Mm -hmm. And then Ramsey says some, like, cool protagonist lines about how, like, Theon was a talker. And also he talked about how you helped the Stark boys escape, and then he stabs her in the like carotid artery in her neck and then she dies um and then ramsey cleans the blood off of his secret knife and uses it to carve his apple because he doesn't give a fuck that he just killed somebody because he's kooky and cool and also like she, of course she had to die so that it could look even more hopeless for rick on and we definitely need we definitely need john to come instead of like wouldn't it be cool if osha did like the Ghost at Winterfell shit, or, like, you know, could, like, go around and, like, sow dissension, but...
1: No, Ramsay is here.
0: I love to hate him. He's bad.
1: Yeah. He's the protagonist.
0: He's so... Yeah, he's... You thought jo- Joffrey was bad. Tune in for worse.
1: Um, and then... I I also missed this scene, I guess, where Torment wants to fuck Brienne.
0: Yeah, it was a good subplot.
1: But also, also apparently, Ramsey just sends the pink letter.
0: Yeah, yeah he sends <laughs> the it just, beige letter.
1: It's just written by Ramsey, and he sends it. Uh-huh. Like, and all intrigue is just, nope, it's Ramsey, of course.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, it just, they knew it was a cool thing, so they just wanted to throw it in, even though it was what got John stabbed, like, among other things, mm-hmm. in the books. But they were just like, hey, well, here's a cool thing we could just throw in
1: wherever. Mm-hmm. It's and, named after a color, so it must like, be good.
0: Oh, so that's why John wasn't brave, because he needed this letter for this plot to mm-hmm. be brave all of the sudden.
1: And he receives a letter immediately.
0: Yeah, and he's like, you betrayed your own kind by letting thousands of wildlings be on the wall. Come and see them. Um, your brother is in my dungeon. Come and see it. I want my bride back. And, and Sansa's like, who has been on a fucking horse, is like, oh yeah, Ramsay killed Roose, for sure. And... um. But, yeah, meanwhile, like you said, Tormund is just, like, eating, like, the vagina hot dog buns from Sausage Party and looking at Brienne. And, wow, what an odd couple. Can't wait to I see. I know.
1: Oh, boy, that's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, but, like, Ramsey has, like, Sansa's like, yeah, I think I heard Ramsey say that he has 5,000 men once. And then Tormund's like, well, we have 2,000 men. So it's true dodgeball, true underdog story.
1: hmm. And, and then, we're going to be sieging a castle. What could go wrong?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Sansa's like, John, you're the last you're the son of the last true warden of the north, and the north will rally around you. But even not, though
1: they didn't rally around me, who not was a true-born daughter.
0: Not me or Rickon. Yeah. But a bastard who gave up all of his lands and titles. Yeah. Um
1: They're gonna they're really gonna rally behind you, buddy.
0: Anyways, oh god, it was so scary when I was running from my captors and I had to cross some water. <laughs> um yeah, because, like, John has, like, a trauma narrative in this episode of, like, they killed me and I'm sad, but, like, Sansa's totally fucking cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Violence, vengeance, Game of Thrones.
1: Speaking of... Daniel yeah. Is, is, um... Yeah. Uh, what is... I thought, like, are they trying to decide if she will become a Doge Kaleen? I thought you just do.
0: No, because they... Because for this... For this arc, they were, like, we... The... The... We can't decide if you're going to be... The crones can't decide. We have to wait for the Kalarvejven to get here so that the men oh, can so it,
1: usually it just happens, but this time the plot said it doesn't?
0: Yeah, it's just like how in the first episode of the season, like, Daenerys wasn't raped because they said, oh, you can't rape a Kal's widow. And then in this episode, they, like, did that for shock. They were like, we're going to rape her. Every
1: They're like, everyone is going to rape In her.
0: the most holy place, because we're,
1: you know... Yeah, because the script says that. So.
0: Yeah, so um, the wise masters of Yunkai will buy Danny for 10,000 horses, which is the official coin of the Dothraki.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: goes from, like, horse to pony. Yeah, as we know. Full. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they're like, you have no voice here. Now walk around and do a monologue.
1: Yeah, why did they just let her do this?
0: Yeah, they're all like, you're s- stupid and a woman and bad. But then she's just like walking around and like, like, why
1: are they not, why are they not
0: stopping her?
1: Um, eventually <coughs> she says like, I'm going to, I won't fight for, <laughs> what does she fucking say before she burns them?
0: She says, you're a small man and I'm big enough to lead the Dothraki, so I'm going to do it. How's that?
1: Uh huh.
0: And then Tanny, and then he, they're like, let's get her. Cause you're silly for thinking that we're going to serve you. And then Dana goes, you're not going to serve.
1: You're, you're going to die.
0: You're going to get served. And then she break dances.
1: She breakdances and then slowly tips over like the yeah, of fire and the entire like stone and dirt structure.
0: Yeah. The stone just, steps of Veyas Dothrak just fucking
1: like burst into flames and all the Dothraki cows try to exit from the same one door. But it yeah. just gets burned up in flames. We too. see
0: that, that, yeah, the door has been barred, and the two guards ho- ho- guarding the holiest temple in Vaestothrock have been killed. So it's a good thing that Jorah and Dario were here, mm-hmm. or else Danny would be fucked. But um,
1: and you remember in season one when she went into the pyre with, with the dragon eggs and came out with the dragons? Oh,
0: don't worry, because in the inside of the episode they were like, this was an intentional callback to.
1: Oh, good. Good. Good to know. Because uh, she burns, like, the holiest temple in the holiest city, and then she walks out with her titties out, and her hair is fine. Her hair didn't get burnt. And then all of the Dothraki go around, and then they bow to her.
0: Yep. And they're like, finally, we've been freed from our savage culture.
1: And thank our- you, white lady. Thank you, white who- lady. You did we it. hated 15 minutes ago, but you didn't get caught on fire, so you're the best now.
0: And hey... All of those, like, cow people got, like, got, like, burned to death in, like, this thing that was hot on the bottom and the top. More like Calzono, because they weren't Calzones. Just, just, just... But, uh, speaking of uh, the show, Danny is immune to fire, by the way.
1: Oh, oh she's not. Like, George George R. R. Martin has specifically said, oh, she is repeatedly. not. Oh, Immune to fire—that was a one-time yeah, thing. There
0: are a shitload of Targaryens who have died by fire.
1: One of them tried to eat fire and die. Yeah,
0: can't wait um, for that dunk Egg. But, but it, that dude it, was an asshole.
1: He was. But instead, um, the show made a big plot point of her not being burned by fire. Yeah,
0: and there's there's an article um, because I wanted to complain about how like shitty the showrunners were for like making Amelia Clark be naked, but apparently that was just a rumor because like. She has, like, Claire – she just – there's a big article on Entertainment Weekly that says, Amelia Clark on that epic nude scene. Oh, yes. (laughs) Great. 26 Emmys. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's all about, like, how – it wasn't a body double and, like, she's – she's, like, it's good to have, like, hey, if nudity, like, advances the plot, then it's – I'm all for it. Just don't want it to be gratuitous. Um,
1: and and there's also being in front of a burning, like, holy building,
0: but, uh, also in that article is there's, uh, Weiss is talking about how, yeah, uh, we haven't, we haven't explored it in a while, but, uh, immunity to fire is kind of Danny's superpower, so to speak.
1: Oh my God. It's not, it's actually not.
0: It's super, like, the whole thing is, like, it was, like, a one-time magical blood magic thing. Like,
1: there's a difference between, like, we're gonna make an adaptation of this source material and the author of it saying, like, hey, this is not true. (laughs) And then you doing it anyway.
0: I wish, like, Stannis was alive, so then he could, like, try to burn Danny for, like, an evil reason. And then Mm -hmm. he would say some sexist things right before it. Like, you're a woman, and you're bad. And then she could walk out of the pyre and then, like... Drogon would like eat him like lord farquaad and shrek and then in the big musical number at the end of the series stannis would sing like a funny song from inside of his belly Mm
1: i think that would be be, i think that would be very good
0: i think it would be good
1: yeah anyway that's the episode
0: because it's better than not getting you know we might not get a dream of spring so it's good that we're getting a good ending Mm
1: mm-hmm work of the week
0: yeah oh yeah this is fun um Actually, I actually I, – I wrote one of my own because I'm – because i'm I don't want to – I know that people are champing at the bit for that OG Brooks content. Mm-hmm. But I got a really great one uh, on Twitter from uh, a friend of the show, Roy, a.k.a. formerly known as Arthur Dane Store of the Morning. Um, and I quote, uh, well, we, we said that like the War of the Weeks for the season should probably like try to explain a plot point that wasn't really – properly addressed Mm -hmm. you know so um viserys worked into the dothraki tent (laughs) um he aimed for drogo but missed because his vision was impaired by the molten gold Uh that's why it's that's why it burned so easily Mm -hmm. and if you go back and watch the scene i shit you not when like the flames reach Kalmoro, like the most evil one Mm -hmm. you hear a fucking roar of a dragon as the flames go towards him.
1: Oh.
0: And this is all, this whole arc is all about a return to Danny's roots. Like, to go forward, you must go back. Mm-hmm. And Viserys did not have a death befitting a Targaryen, and that would bother Danny. So, mm-hmm. in burning him, she gives him the respect that he wanted as a Targaryen and frees his spirit from the tent.
1: Perfect. Confirmed. Yeah. Happy ending for everyone.
0: But also, speaking of Ned Stark's ghost...
1: Uh-huh. He's in ghosts.
0: (laughs) No, that's a good one.
1: What? Is there another one? Are we doubling
0: up? John says, if we don't watch over Sansa, this father's ghost will come back and murder me. John has seen death. I'll try to make this quick. So he's seen death. So he has the final fucking say on whether or not ghosts are real. Mm -hmm. So John has confirmed through saying this that A... Ghosts are real, and B, they can fucking murder people in this realm. Yep. So death changed on by scaring him, clearly. We see that in this episode. That's Mm why, A, he hasn't been seen with ghosts ever since because he's fucking scared of them. And B, that's why he doesn't want to fight Ramsay because if he kills Ramsay, he'll just come back as a ghost with the power to murder people. Oh my god! And this goes back to the theme of A Song of Ice and Fire: the futility of vengeance. George's story meant to teach us that if you kill Ramsay Bolton, you'll only make him more powerful. Work of the week.
1: Hey, and we we we, we can't be having that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> questions? If you have a question, you can send us an ask on our Tumblr: com or email us: postgot at gmail.com. We have so many questions. Do we really? I'm this like bad season of the bad show has just been like they're just flying in I'm like so, I'm
0: blown away with like people enabling this shit
1: and um like, like most of them aren't even about the episode
0: oh thank you so much
1: <laughs> so I'm just gonna randomly if if we don't get to you we will eventually it's yeah. have to start forming a backlog of these things
0: yeah, thanks, thanks for your support, everyone. Uh, it's a bad show. Go ahead. Cheese
1: art asked, Stannis' spirit friend is Proudwing, and it has the power to break your heart."
0: Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> it. It made me like the happiest thing about the happiest I ever was in this episode was just getting to see a Jeer Falcon.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, hey, that was Stannis' guy. Yeah. Um, leaf crunch. Friend, friend of the, the podcast and the show and the, the this things asked, Bofa. Nice, um, nice. Like she he, he he said that this. was
0: my that was my favorite thing that Danny said as she was walking out of the pyre.
1: Bofa, and they're like, we don't understand like, the common tongue. I,
0: I was the widow of Cal Bofa, <laughs> and they were like, who's? I don't know that Cal. <laughs>
1: Fuck you. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh Tumblr user Sid Rock asked a question. For a minute I was I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if the high sparrow just started cranking his hog but he didn't
0: That would be really funny.
1: It would be really funny.
0: I was... God. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that.
1: Let's see. Uh, Tumblr user NightZoned asked a question. What would each of your favorite characters choose as their go-to Wawa order?
0: Ooh, a fun one.
1: Stannis would just get, like, a black coffee.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he would just get, like... You can get, like, a loose roll. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I think
0: like his, his like special like this special order he would just type in like cook
1: <laughs> just bread he would go up to like the cool like touchscreen uh, ordering system so you don't have to speak to a human yeah and he, he'd be like I'm not dealing with this
0: and then Davos would go up to the touchscreen and it would be condemned immediately as soon as yeah. anybody saw him use that
1: He can't use it shut it down um, what's that one stupid fucking thing? It's called, like, the cheesesteak steak, but it's in, like, quotation marks. Okay,
0: I've tr- I've been trying to place who would have the beefsteak burger, which <laughs> yeah, the, the burger, burger is in quotes. quotes. <laughs> it's like, we um, cannot legally call this a burger.
1: Probably torment.
0: Yeah. Because hoagies are shaped like
1: vaginas. nice. 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 Um, I'm just trying to go through all like the sandwiches. Yeah. In my head, Santa would just take the whole like sweets uh, pastry.
0: Yeah, like a lemon
1: counter. Cake.
0: Yeah, all and lemon it, cakes. Loris would have a grinder because he's because he's gay on the show. L- that's his he
1: character. Would, he would he would order it when he would order a burrito and eat it in one bite.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be really good writing. That it would, deserves it would, That means
1: it would be very funny if he ate in a big Wawa.
0: I forgot to talk about that. He fucking never cried over Renly, and he. Uh, yep. Shitty once seat, once the,
1: the sun has gone out. Yeah. What is it?
0: When this when no the candle can replace out, no it. No candle can replace it. But but he was just like, "Well, I guess I gotta go find a new dick." <laughs> um, anyways, Ooh. fuck this show. Uh, um, I'm really hungry now.
1: <laughs> uh, Tumblr user Corvid, did I read one from this person already? I don't know. Anyway, here's another one. In a, surprise, in a surprising turn of events, D and D listened to post Game of Thrones and have been subtly building up to the reveal of Davos Seaworth as Azora High <laughs> and his destiny of conquering the Iron Throne, specifically despite Brooks for mocking them. Like that would be funny, but it means they would have to have listened to any criticism whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly I don't think it would actually register in their ears that they were listening to a thing.
1: So it just, it just would be impossible. It like, just wouldn't happen. I,
0: not even like, because I'm petty and spiteful, what I want them to listen to the show. I would want, I want them to listen to the show just so that they know what happens in a feast for crows. <laughs> Cause I really, I really truly feel like they read up to the red wedding and they were like, nice, I want to adapt this shit. And mm-hmm. then they just went on the song of ice and fire wiki and read the synopsis of the last two books. And
1: they're like, this is boring. Let's do something else. Yeah, heist.
0: Spe- who the fuck? What
1: the fuck? I love that picture and- that of um, the screenshot of George's blog where someone's like, will there ever be a POV chapter of Strong Belwis? He's like, come he, on, man. He just says, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love him. Tumblr up, user love- Mimia Anthe asked a question. Did either of you kind of expect Maester Pistel to fart again while he was leaving the room because I did?
0: That would have been really... Maybe he was walking, really, because, like, you know, like, when you have a fart and you want to take tiny baby steps, because, like, you don't want your butt to, like, make a fart? Uh-huh. Maybe that's why it took him so long, because he didn't want to fart.
1: That, I mean, makes sense. And that's he- why
0: he wears the big... Sh- because they never, like, explain why the maesters really have chains. So, like, maybe it jingles so that it can cover up the fart noises that would be funny to hear. It would, it would be so
1: funny. Um, anonymous asked, Hey, guys, what did you have for dinner? What's your favorite dinner meal?
0: We already talked about Wawa. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh.
1: Well, well I, didn't have, I didn't have dinner yet because we record at this time.
0: Yeah, I wake up at, like... Afternoon, so I haven't eaten yet today.
1: I was I was very sick still again all weekend. No, and on Saturday I just slept basically the whole the whole day till like three o'clock, and then I woke up and I was like, oh, nice Brooks hours,
0: <laughs> the good hours. Yeah, but uh, what's my f- what do you what do you guys want to eat when you come to Tampa besides Wawa? A gator, dude. We got some good gator tail down here.
1: I've I want to eat it so bad. I've never had it.
0: If <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> like sex. Um,
1: I, I I just like how we casually have to be like, oh, so when we uh, when I go to Florida and we and we are together in person, yeah, at least once an episode. Remember? Is, yeah.
0: So I'm excited. I don't know. It's
1: it's, it's going
0: I mean, be fun. Bush Gardens is gonna have like the good like eight dollar chicken nugget plate, and it's gonna uh-huh. be like two nugs. Yeah, it's going to be like Rhino Nugget, and it's just going to be a chicken nugget, and it's going to be...
1: <laughs> One chicken strip, unseasoned, eight fifty. dollars 50 Yeah. Um, I don't... I like I don't... pizza. Pizza is good. Pizza good. good.
0: Um, I've been... Uh, that Calzono joke came from... Um, which was good, and I'm sure everyone's going to be like, Hey, bring that joke back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because right after the episode, I was like, Alexis, I'm really hungry. I really want a calzone. And I was like, calzone, calzone. I've been really wanting a calzone for like weeks, but I'm too lazy to go out and get one. So I feel
1: I'm, like I, I've had like three in my life and every time I'm like, I really want a calzone until I get one. And I'm like, "Yeah, I should have just gotten pizza. Yeah, it's like, and you
0: have to like strategic, at least for me, like you have to strategically eat them because you can't like do anything for 24 hours afterwards. Like it's just uh-huh. like,
1: yeah, that's, that's, you set your whole schedule aside because yeah.
0: So, um, those are the foods I like. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Do-do-do-do-do-do. Game of and grunts. And we're done. All right. Good.
0: Thank fuck.
1: Oh, God. Can't wait until next week when, uh...
0: You're on, hap- King.
1: It happens again.
0: It, t- it, ha- it keeps happening, is the thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is about Game of Thrones. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't talk about it on this uh, thing, but episode 7 is called The Broken Man.
0: And I'm scared. Like, I'm, so, I'm, I'm
1: very scared.
0: Because it's, like, the best we can hope for is Tower of Joy dialogue where it's just, like, some of it free of context.
1: But different. Yeah. And also it would require I mean, I guess it's not for the show like, Brienne could be in the Riverlands tomorrow. Yeah, sure. But.
0: Your brother will keep you safe now and just, like, and then in two episodes, John will be like, like Littlefinger will keep you safe now. And then it'll just be the rest of the show for Sansa.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. It's just going like to be hedgehog.
0: Oh, shit. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm calling it. I'm, calling. I'm making the executive decision.
0: Spike that football. Um. S- goodbye.
1: Ooh. That was a good one. Thanks. Teens.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the bad uh, show.
1: Review, please. Give it to yeah. us. Okay. Give it to me. <laughs> 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 Goodbye.
0: Bye. Thanks Squ- for listening. Squiz
1: Chris, squiz Pillion. Oh, Brick
0: yeah. Chris, Sirius Jones and Pills. You Pillion.
1: Nice.